Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Joan Hamburg and Sid Rosenberg, thrilled to be invited to co-host with the one and only Sydney. And Dr. Ruth, Ruth Westheimer, thank you, my friend, for sharing Israeli Independence Day with us. And everyone, everyone knows Ruth as a sex therapist, a media person, an author. And I first met Ruth on a night when she was asked to fill in to do an overnight show. And I think no one knew what to expect. Do you remember, Ruth? Yes, I do. They didn't expect that I would talk not only about sex, but about Israel, about Independence Day, about my being in the Haganah, a sniper, and being badly wounded and dancing the whole night when Ben-Gurion declared Israel's independence. Joan, I have to tell your listeners something very important. Right now, on April 25th, I'm getting an honorary doctorate from Ben-Gurion University in Israel, in the Negev, which pleases me no end, because I have a few in this country, but this is my first uh, from uh, Israel and uh, Ben-Gurion University. And I have to remember when Ben-Gurion despite some advice to the contrary, declared Israel in 1948. I was in Jerusalem, John. I was dancing the whole night. That's my girl. (laughs) That Ruth stops at nothing. But you know, when you think even back to when you were a child, the courage that you had, not only after the war, after World War II, did you go to then British-controlled Palestine? Right. But all the things that happened to you, and then at one point you moved to France, where this is what changed your life, because you were studying and teaching psychology in Paris, and finally you came here, settling in Washington Heights, where you you still live. What pleases me no end is that at Ben-Gurion, I have now established a scholarship in psychology, like my studies at the Sorbonne, like you mentioned. And they are going to to find also some Bedouin women who are studying at Ben-Gurion, which pleases me no end, because when I was in Switzerland, Joan, they didn't let refugee girls like me it, I, don't, I don't have a high school diploma. And there are Bedouin girls who some time ago could not study. Right now, in Israel, Bedouin girls can apply for the Dr. Rose Fellowship in Psychology. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. But let's take you back a little bit. When you studied 
and you got your postdoctorate in human sexuality, that was very sort of complicated and bold and brave. This was not a huge field at that time. I don't, nobody before that talked so <laughs> openly about orgasm, about lubrication and direction, like I, because I was very well trained and I knew there was a need to talk about contraception, to talk about Planned Parenthood, to talk about the need for being sexually literate. And I was very fortunate because of my accent, if you remember, I was often on your program. As soon as people tuned in, they knew it was me because of that German, Swiss, Israeli, French, American accent. And because of my chutzpah, that's a word that says guts, because of my courage to speak up, to say we need everybody to be sexually illiterate. You know, Ruth, I was telling them that in my generation, when we went to the movies and a date put his arm around us, we thought we were pregnant. How did you know so much? You write the encyclopedia of sex. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, I was very fortunate, Joan. Um, if you remember, I was in the program with Dr. Helen Singer-Kaplan at Cornell University's Medical School. And I worked with her for five years, two years being trained, three years I stayed on her staff, not for money, but volunteering to train others. And she was the first, she wrote a book, The New Sex Therapy. She was the first psychiatrist, had a degree in psychology, who spoke openly about sex. And I'm very, she's not alive anymore, but I'm very grateful to her for having accepted me in her program. She really didn't want people like me. She wanted medical doctors. But I managed to ask at a lecture at the Ford Foundation, I managed to ask her such a good question that when I said, can I come to your program, she had to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what you asked her? I don't remember what I asked. But I know that I was sitting there at the edge of the bench at the, at the lecture, and I knew that I had to ask an important question. Yes, I do remember. I did ask something about premature ejaculation. I, I, Only I said you. That she was the one that devised the method. <clears throat> and speaking about Israel, she also devised a method about premature ejaculation that orthodox men could use so that they didn't have to spill semen in vain and that I thought that that was brilliant. So I have used that all these years, but I always, Joan, give her credit for training me. And I give you credit for 100 years ago, you had me on your program. Well, Ruth, I remember hearing you that first night when they had asked you to fill in. It was a sort of late night radio talk show. And I'm I like, W-Y-N-Y. Right? Yeah. W-Y-N-Y. And I told people, at, remember, Joan, at the time 
radio station needed a community affairs program in order to get a license. I addressed them and I said, you are significant others. You have the power of the airwaves and we have the knowledge about Planned Parenthood, about good sexual education. You ought to have a program on the air. I didn't think I would do it. I thought I'd be a consultant, but they gave me the chance to do it and it became a big hit. Right. And you changed sex everywhere in America. Do you think that the casualness of sex for many people is a good thing? Yeah, I think that people have to know what they are doing. They have to know about contraception so that we don't have unintended pregnancies. And they do have to know about older people. I did a book called Sex Over 50 because there are certain things older people have to do in order to be sexually active. And I was very lucky. I I talk, Pierre Lehu, my Minister of Communications, remember him? Mm -hmm. He writes, I talk, and and he writes. So I have now some 35 books. But I have to tell you something brand new for the Day of Independence in Israel. So Tova Felchow, whom you know, is now going to play me in a theater, in a play by Mark Saint-Germain that Deborah Jo Rapp did some time ago. Now Tova will do it first in California, three nights, and then it comes to New York. I don't know yet where, but Joan... You have to go out, buy yourself a new dress, because it will be a black tie optional, because we have to celebrate Israel's independence, and we have to celebrate the advances of that terrible virus. So you have to be at that night, you promise? Of course. We're going to be there. It's going to be very exciting. I'm talking to Dr. Ruth Westheimer, uh, Sid Rosenberg, and I celebrating together Israeli Independence Day, and of course, the one and only Dr. Ruth. Before I let you go, Ruth, how's your social life? My social life is non-existent, like for many other people. However, I'm a lot on Zoom. Thank God, I'm going to be 93 in June. But thank God my brain is working. And thank God I have children, Joel and Miriam. And I still work with Pierre. So I'm not computer literate. Don't tell anybody. But they say, we'll have to teach you. (laughs) Dr. Ruth, happy birthday to you. Thank you for sharing Israeli Independence Day. All the best. Continue doing the fabulous things you do. And we'll talk again. Wait, John, say shalom. Yes, to you. I'm John Hamburg with Sid Rosenberg, and we'll be back right after this.